No, you actually are not the victim of the story. Christ in you has given you everything that you need to cope well in this story. His presence is the primary thing that has remained and it will sustain you. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Does God make mistakes? Does he sometimes forget about us? Let me read to you from my book, Thoughts to Make Your Heart Sing, a book of short inspirations for children and their grown-ups. I got the idea walking through the canyons of New York City and seeing construction sites, which you basically see everywhere in New York City. It's called Skyscraper. Do you ever feel like nothing good is happening in your life? When a skyscraper is built, what's the first thing the builders do? Dig a huge hole. Wait, they're going the wrong way. For years, the construction site is just a hole in the ground. It looks like nothing's happening. But the builders would tell you they are laying the foundation, the part you don't see that keeps the tower from falling over. The higher they build, the deeper they must dig. They're digging down to go up. And the Bible says God will use even the bad things, which won't last, to do something good, to build something beautiful in us that will last forever. He is digging down to go up. Our guest today, Catherine Wolfe, suffered a terrible stroke when she was just 26 years old and a new wife and mother. Her life-saving surgery left her with serious impairments that she's still recovering from today. How do you go on after something like that? How did she end up in such a story? Does God make mistakes? These were some of the questions Catherine wrestled with. Catherine happens to be one of the most joy-filled people I've ever met. In her books and in her life, she speaks so powerfully of her trust in God, in spite of the way things look, in spite of great suffering. I'm humbled and filled with hope listening to her. I know you will be too. Whatever may be the story God is writing in your life at the moment, I hope you will be as encouraged as I was by hearing Catherine's story. Without further ado, please welcome my friend and now yours, Catherine Wolf. My name is Catherine Wolf, and I am a speaker, writer, advocate. I say survivor, which I, I really am, and um, a co founder with my husband of a wonderful summer camp called Hope Hills Camp. And I am a mother and I am a child of God. 
I had a massive brainstem stroke out of absolutely nowhere at 26 years old. I was a new mother um, with a sweet little six-month-old baby in the next room. When I was no medical history, no family history, no indications of any kind, and no warning, no symptoms, I fell to my arms and knees. They went numb. I started throwing up, and the paramedics came and quickly determined it was something serious. They took me to the hospital, and I was rushed into surgery because I had had an AVM, an arterial venous malformation rupture in my brainstem, and that's a tiny birth defect that I was born with. That's a collection of blood vessels that form incorrectly and grow throughout your life. And sometimes one can rupture, mine did, and caused a massive brainstem stroke. And after 16 hours of micro brain surgery, I was able to stay alive. However, the wise and careful surgeon had to make sacrifices in order to sustain my life. So today I am severely disabled. I cannot drive a car. I cannot walk on my own. I have no fine motor coordination in one hand. I have a paralyzed face on one side. I'm deaf in one ear. I'm nearly blind in one eye, but I still see just enough to create extreme double vision because my eyes no longer track. And and that's the reason I can't drive a car or can barely read, etc. However, despite all, all these health challenges, I'm actually doing very, very well. I've gone on to have a second baby who's now six years old. And strangely and beautifully and amazingly, um, as only the Lord could allow, um, my, my life has continued beautifully. I've gone on to do many things that no one ever thought was possible. And I'm leading a remarkable second chance life. In my very lowest moments after the stroke, before I had relearned to eat or speak or walk again, I did feel very much at a crossroads of wondering if God made a mistake in my story, if I really should be dead, if it would not be easier for everyone if I was dead and my husband could remarry and my son could have a quote-unquote normal mommy. And it just felt like I'm, I'm not made for this world anymore. I don't fit here. And I'm so impaired and nothing is working. And I think in my darkest moments, I began to believe that nothing would ever work again, that I would never walk or never eat or never speak. And I think I definitely wanted to believe that God made a mistake with my life. And even though I wanted that to be true, 
in those lowest moments of questioning and wrestling. Even deeper than that, I already knew the greatest truth that God doesn't make mistakes. I call it my awakening, the awakening of the scriptures that I've known since I was a little girl, that somehow, someway, all things are working for good, it says in Romans 8, and that the little AVM that grew in my mother's womb in my brain was when I was fearfully and wonderfully made. And God has purpose in everything. Greater is he in me than he who's in the world. And there was this sense of, I may not understand the ultimate big picture yet, but I don't need to, I trust him. And I had very imperfectly, my goodness, spent my life walking with the Lord. And I knew his truth and I knew the ultimate truth that nothing is wasted and that God knows way beyond what my little mind can see and understand. He's writing a story with my life. Throughout all of the 13 and a half years that I've been living post-stroke in this disabled body, the purpose and the calling of my life has only been clarified, actually. That so much of what was taken away reveals what what there is, what remains, and how important it is to utilize what God has left in the story he's writing. The reality is that we all have different afflictions. You know, none of us are fully free from constraints on our stories, problems, pain, and limitations. So while I have many on the outside of my body, an outer wheelchair is in my story, uh, many, many people have huge invisible wheelchairs inside of them in their stories. And we're all coping with a lot of wheelchairs and a lot of pain and problems. And life is very hard for everybody. You know, nobody has that elusive, perfect life. I think there is so um, many opportunities in all of our stories, actually, to recognize that nothing in life is one note, that even in suffering, there can be joy and sorrow. There is joy and joy. There is sorrow that it's all, it's all very commingled in the Christian life. And good things and hard things are not mutually exclusive, that they coexist. And suffering is part of all of our lives. John, I think it's John, what verse is it? 1633. In this world, you will have trouble, but you can take heart because I've overcome the world. So there is this reality throughout scripture that there, there's hard times down here. It's not easy, but that we can um, take heart and persevere through our hard stuff. Here's a passage from the Jesus Storybook Bible where we meet Noah, 
on the ark after God has made the earth rain for 40 days. Finally, the rain stopped. The sun came out and Noah threw open all of the windows. Hooray! Everyone shouted. Noah sent his dove out to explore, and it wasn't long before she brought him back a fresh olive leaf. Everyone knew exactly what that meant. She had found a tree and land. The water was going down. At last, the boat landed quite suddenly on top of a great mountain. As soon as it was safe, God said, Out you come! And so they did, everyone skipping and dancing onto dry land. The first thing Noah did was to thank God for rescuing them just as he had promised. And the first thing God did was make another promise. I won't ever destroy the world again. And like a warrior who puts away his bow and arrow at the end of a great battle, God said, see, I have hung up my bow in the clouds. And there, in the clouds, just where the storm meets the sun, was a beautiful bow made of light. It was a new beginning in God's world. What is so incredible in all of our lives is that when we are, quote unquote, looking in the clouds, just where the storm meets the sun, that there's a beautiful somehow bow made of light sitting up there. And we can trust that, that even though we may have been through some really rough waters, some really rough waves, that somehow at the end, I believe that God at the end of it all is doing something new all along, something beautiful behind the scenes. You know, I tell my little boys that God made them to do hard things and the good story he's writing. And I say that because isn't that the truth we all need? That God made us to do hard things, but that ultimately it's a good story that he's writing because that's the only kind of story he can write. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at SallyLloyd-Jones.com and follow her on Instagram at Sally Lloyd Jones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. 
Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.